0: Hi, everyone, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blue. My name is Flight Sergeant Kamani. This is my wonderful co-host.
1: Warrant Officer First Class Quinn. And with us today is a very, very special guest from a collaborating unit, 903 Strathmore, this is Warren Officer First Class Jared Eisbrenner. Say hi.
2: Nice to meet you. I'm Warren Officer First Class Jared Eisbrenner.
1: All right. So we got a bunch of amazing topics prepared today, Flight Surgeon Kamani, don't we?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm, honestly... <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly really excited <laughs> about the collaboration <laughs> between nine 9- nine one eight and 903. Um, I've never... Like I've never seen anything like this done before. I, I'm sure it happens sometimes, but like I've I'm I've i honestly I'm really excited. I've never seen this happen before. So yeah, I'm I'm really happy to welcome you and your cadets to 918. We are honestly very hungry for excitement because Alberta is a little stinky right now with COVID. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. The uh, the Panera bread has not treated us well. I think. We have not treated it well either. All right. So I think the first one, obviously, let's introduce ourselves. So WoW one Eisbender, what is it like living in a small town? Tell me about Strathmore.
2: Well, it's actually not as small as it used to be. Like I think within the past 10 years or so, it's pretty much doubled in size. We have twice as many grocery stores. Um, I would say the one distinct feature of a small town is Redneck's. Um, they're definitely more plentiful here than in cities. No no offense to rednecks. They can be great people, but if you're on the road, maybe not so much. Um, our squadrons is uh much smaller, of course, and you can really get to know other people really well. I guess that's an advantage. Um yeah. Like I yeah, used I think- to know almost all the names of everyone in our squadron because it was it was like 30 names to memorize. That's not bad. Like you can actually know everyone. Wow. 30 names and, and like the entire
0: squadron. Yeah. I know you yeah. should
1: see you should see Flight Sergeant Kamani's base right now. Yeah. So um obviously I think in Calgary units range anywhere from 50 to 918 right now is parading, you know, averaging a hundred every parade night. I think that one thing we take for granted is the excitement. That we have with so many people, so how do you keep things exciting in your unit?
2: Um, well, I'd say one big point of our unit is um, or one big selling feature is that we actually do marksmanship, which I've heard is pretty difficult for your squadron um, yeah, we marksmanship is one of our activities that when we are in person, we usually actually do it because we can set up a range. We have air rifles, we have mats to lay on, we have targets and it's super easy to do. Do you yourself enjoy
0: marksmanship? Like what would you say are the activities that drew you and inspire you in the cadet program?
2: Well, actually marksmanship. I was on the marksmanship team first as a spare and then as an actual member. And I, well, I only made it one uh, one competition in, but that was a thing I did. I got my uh, level three marksmanship badge, so that was fun. Um, yeah, marksmanship is definitely one of the most well loved parts of our squadron, and that's something I also enjoy
0: for sure i feel like for me like as someone who obviously is very focused on aviation um i i never really realized how important it was to marksmanship because um we used to run this uh, little 918 memory page on our instagram and a lot of submissions from junior cadets was about marksmanship and how um how well they were able to channel their like dedication to it and how it was all about like self-discipline and things like that and um you know, for the most part um i I often hear stories about how you know determined they are to just get better and how it teaches them to really give yourself to like an activity or a sport um Is that kinda how you felt
2: yeah, um it's especially a biathlon as well. We have had a biathlon team for a lot of our squadron's recent operations at least in when we're in person um And those the members of the marksmanship team, I kind of feel were looked at as like, these are like top tier cadets, like these are dedicated, disciplined people running, even when it's cold outside, practicing weekly, you know, it really is uh, quite a dedicated experience, and it's fun to shoot things.
1: I'm very envious, yeah. Like, Flight and Kamani, when's the last time we shot? I don't even remember.
0: When I was in level... Okay, the last time I shot was when I was in level 4. And that was the day after I got my wisdom teeth removed.
1: Was I there? Was that the... So, one of my, like, most recent, like, prominent memories was that we had to drive half an hour out of Calgary to go to a range, and then we got ice cream. I think that was the 903 range right do you do you guys shoot in like a it's like behind like a rec center and it's like a big white box
2: yeah it's like a warehouse like (laughs)
1: yeah
2: um i i think you could describe where we parade as a warehouse i wouldn't say it's a warehouse because we call it a quonset um is it is it like a like a arched dome kind of thing i honestly don't remember
1: i remember we got ice cream I remember there was a fridge and we got ice cream.
0: I remember it's in like a really remote, like it's, it's, it's not surrounded
1: by. I don't know. I like that. That is my very prominent memory. We were so, we had to rent out somebody's range and it was, we could only get one out of town because we can't shoot on our parade square because it's a church and you know, there's generally a little bit of a thinking
0: yeah. about yeah. That's think, yeah. and might be a little bit of a problem churches, you
1: know? <laughs> Um which are like the the church that we parade in are so lovely they're lovely people and they have let us do mock shoots and set up mock ranges Um, I think we actually do have permission to do some marksmanship there but yeah so I remember that year we didn't get it yet so we were only able to do range in a place out of the city and I'm like 99.9% sure it is your parade square that we shot on don't like that's
0: I don't cool. know but that's really cool I
1: I think that's I think that's the same memory we have like student Kamani
0: no that's not the same memory I was in level three that year and then when I had to do it in level four I remember that day because of the day I got my wisdom teeth removed and you <laughs> want to know something I had to like eat crackers that day too and like i was literally bleeding in the atrium and i was like taking my like antibiotic it was it was a really problematic day i was honestly i was very very upset um but and and i didn't even do well that day in marksmanship either like it was i don't like marksmanship
1: what do you not like about it
0: um i i just it's just not easy
2: like <laughs> no, I sure no, hope it no. wouldn't be easy.
0: No, I don't like it because it's not easy personally. I guess it's just not my activity. Um, I don't know. Like, I just remember when I went to the open house uh before I joined the squadron, like they were doing a marksmanship demonstration. I, I pretty much like gasped when I heard like the rifle go off. Like it was it was very scary. Um yeah. I, I'm sorry, it's 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 just, yeah.
2: See, I it's find a, it super relaxing because you're like laying there and you, you're you doing the breathing technique, you're calming yourself down and you're just so relaxed. So I think my experience is like opposite of yours. They just don't really teach us how to relax here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: sorry. We're all drill kids. Um, I'm most relaxed when I'm screaming at somebody on the parade square. I don't know. Don't quote yeah. me on that. So, yeah you know, like, Speaking of that small town mentality, um, in big cities we do a lot of fundraising that revolves around our community, right? We do like poppy drives, we do um, calendar sales when we were able to be in person, and you know, we help out our legion. How do you find, like, how does your unit interact with the community around you in a smaller town like that? Um, Yeah, like what do you think stands out about how you interact with the community?
2: Well, we actually have a lot of similarities to what you just mentioned. Like we also do calendar sales and we do uh, bottle drives and um, what else do we do? Yeah. Poppy sales, of course, that's, that's really most of it. Um, yeah. And then we do have uh sometimes once per year, we will advertise our squadron. Um, Other than that, I mean, occasionally we're in the news, but those are like our main, our main things that we do to interact with our community.
1: Do you ever find that you have competition with other youth groups? Because one of the things, so one of my other very prominent memories from when I was like a little kid at like level like two and three um, was that we did poppy drives at the airport at YYC and The time when we were there, I remember once the Boy Scouts were also there, a troop of Boy Scouts doing poppy drives. And I very much remember the tension as we walked past each other. So, like, um, how do you guys work with other youth groups in the community? Like, do you find that you interact with them a lot? Not at all?
2: Really, I can only remember one time when we, when it was really even mentioned that there are other youth groups. And that was when we were doing uh, a bottle drive. And I think we were either coming just after or just before another group. And of course, if you're coming just after another group, there's going to be like no bottles. So yeah, I think we were just after and we had pretty slim pickings in that one area we were doing.
1: That's actually, that's actually sad. Sorry. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs>
2: unfortunate. Definitely a waste of time. Could have <laughs> just moved you... to a different area.
1: Is 903 the only cadet unit in Strathmore, an area, or do, does the city run a city? Town? What is it? Town. Town. Does the town also run like an army and sea?
2: No. I, I don't know
1: what two cadets would do.
2: Literally so. the closest other cadet unit is an army corps in Chestermere, but nothing else in Strathmore.
1: Gross, Chestermere. Yeah. Isn't isn't that lake famous for being absolutely nasty?
2: It is. Very <laughs> nasty.
0: Hey, Chestermere has really good ice cream though. Wait, where? I don't know. I just like there. <laughs>
1: Airdrie has really good ice cream.
0: Yes, Airdrie has amazing ice cream. I, I like how you've had the ice cream, but I haven't, even though I live here.
1: <laughs> I will I'll I'll take you to ice cream. We can go for ice cream someday. Um yeah. But yeah, like I think, so just personally, like I very much romanticize small towns. So I'm doing like an education program and my dream is to like graduate and then run away to some tiny town in like Northern Alberta or some like weird place like Yellowknife. No offense, anybody who's listening who's from Yellowknife, I have a very close friend from there, but like to run away and teach and live in a small town and like have goats and chickens. And vendor's looking at me right now and he's like, "What are you on?" Um, like what, what's your daily life? Like do you think it's different from the city or does it like does it feel the same?
2: I can imagine if you were living in like a super, super small town, it might be different, but this is only like a, a moderately small town. Yeah. Like first of all, no one's owning chickens in their backyard. I have heard of people looking into that. Um, but I don't think anyone actually did that. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's plenty of farms around. You could own some chickens. I don't know. Wow. I, Is that with you I like, want to live in
1: farm so bad. Like, uh, I want pet chickens and pet goats so bad. Y'all don't even know.
0: Why? What do you mean,
1: why?
2: I want to know why. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're spooky.
1: cute. Oh, they're cute
2: no they, they smell bad yeah, yeah but, they smell well, that- like
0: you want to you want to go you want to you want to have a farm smell like farm animals and then go to your school and smell like a farm and then everyone's oh. going to be like oh hey look it's miss quinn farm teacher is well, that what you thing, want
1: there's this thing that canada has it's called indoor plumbing where we can take showers i know that's hard for you to understand.
0: There's this Sometimes. thing. It's called an odor, and it like doesn't really, you know, go away very easily, even if you shower ten times a day. Um. <laughs> I, do- <laughs> I, I don't know
1: what I don't know what it is with this chicken slander, but we're we're moving on. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, what are what are your camp experiences? Let's talk about that. Um, I know you mentioned earlier with us that you were a drill kid as well. I am too. Hi. Maybe we've like met somewhere in Vernon at some point And we just like, don't remember. I don't remember anybody from BDC or DCI. I'm just going to be super honest.
2: My drill experience is 100% limited to my squadron. Like I just kind of got abducted into the flag party. Then I, I did that stuff. Did flag party commander, did rifle drill team and whatnot. My camp experience was, um, advanced aviation and that was the one camp i did
0: yeah same i only took basic and then i didn't get to
2: take any after that
1: you two are so gross why
2: aviation is awesome it is kind of boring but it's still awesome especially meteorology
0: meteorology is really cool like learning about different clouds and like the weather and how that affects your flight like i loved it
2: and then you Loving can use it. it in you can use it in daily life. You can just like look at the clouds and be like, "Hey, that's a Sirius." Yeah, exactly. Not that I remember that stuff, but yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, sure, whatever you did. Um, did you where did you go for advanced aviation?
2: Uh, that was the uh, Air Force base in Comox. Comox
1: oh. Comox. Comox. That's there's,
2: so cool. I think there's like two places for advanced aviation, and Comox is one of them.
1: I don't know where Comox is, so oh, it's in BC. Never mind, it's in BC, oh, yeah, right? BC.
0: I, when I was in level three, I thought it was a good idea to apply for a um, board like a scholarship, um, like for the actual advanced aviation scholarship course for airport operations. Um, let me tell you, I'm, I, I, I think I'm traumatized. Um, the whole process <laughs> was very, very scary. Um, like my March, when I was actually going to get my uniform inspected, like, I just remember when I marched up to the man that was expecting, inspecting me, he was like, what was that? And I was like, what? He was like, was that a March? I was like, I-, I guess not, sir. And then he's like, go try again. <laughs> and then. <laughs> That is, and the guy behind him was laughing at me like what are you (laughs) laughing at bro you're not even in a uniform (laughs) anyways (laughs) yeah um i i i i miss aviation a lot because i i'm i'm teaching it now i I teach aviation so it's cool that i still have that connection but i wish that you know i could have had more um you know more experiences with aviation like maybe getting my wings or trying again for a scholarship course but oh well it's fine
1: the struggles of growing old like I before COVID I was so insistent that I was going to go to Vernon and staff and then in my second year of staff I was going to be chief of Vernon right RSM and Mm -hmm. am I am I RSM of Vernon right now was I RSM of Vernon this summer no no and you know why panini so Canini. that was that was a little upsetting. Um, bye-bye, high hopes. Uh, I wonder what were what were your plans going to be for your last two summers? Were you gonna staff do camps?
2: Um. Well, this is gonna sound lame, but I did not have any plans for my last two summers. In fact, my goal. Okay, well, last summer is when I started working, so that was that's already crossed off the list of uh, available summers. And the summer before that, I did think about staffing, but I was also going really hardcore into practicing piano. So I did not want to let up on that. Do you
1: play? How's that going?
2: Yeah. um, I stopped taking lessons like, I don't know, four months ago or something. But before that, I... Had been playing for with lessons for like eleven years or something. So it's fun.
1: Wow! You you know what we should do, Let'sergey Kamani, get one of your fours to plan a piano competition. There's so many of y'all who play. Yeah, we're add this to our list.
0: And so many yeah. of our cadets play, like, guitar, too. Like, and yeah. they're not, yeah, it's it's great. I I, I play with, like, keyboard sometimes, but I kind of quit because, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. But <clears throat> I got really okay. into, like, I, I got really into, like, I found new hobbies. Like, I'm really into photography now, you know? I feel like I just get a new
2: hobby every summer.
1: <laughs> Honestly, same. So where do you work?
2: I work in the bakery of a local grocery store. Which is like five minutes away, so it's super nice drive.
1: Oh, we've we've got a cook, Flight Sergeant Kamani. We've got a cook here, a baker. No,
2: nope, I do none of the baking. <laughs> I suck at baking, and I will never <laughs> attempt it. I think the last time I did that was when I was like eleven. So, no thanks. <laughs> so, what do you do? Um, I pack buns and bread, and I slice them, and I put them on the shelf with stickers, That's which what I'm very. Yeah, I'm very fast at putting stickers on now. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. That's, that's yeah. not as exciting. All right. That's fair.
0: That's yeah. that's fair. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, I don't
0: know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's cool how, like, both of you were drill cadets. Like, I feel like I would have been able to, like, say I'm a drill cadet, too. Because I actually wanted to get into, like, DCI or, like, BDC, like, for some of my last summers. But... Yeah. Oh, well. And yeah, I I really wish I could have, you know, gotten more into drill. So I know you should have. I I should (laughs) have. Yeah. It's cool to see how like your squadron is more into like marksmanship and like kind of like those are like the top tier cadets. And then when it comes to ours, it's like drill, like those cadets are like top tier and stuff. And we take a lot of pride in like, you know, those two. So, yeah, it's really cool to hear about that.
1: Yeah, it is. I do have to say that, like, I think camp is a valuable experience, no matter what I remember, like, so my most prominent memory from BDC, from when I was like a little kid was, so I was like, I was doing well, like I was pulling everything in BDC. And then the week of um, the very last week, when you know, everybody does final assessments for awards, and then everything gets handed out, it was like a big heat stroke in Vernon, which I mean, it happens in Vernon every year, but this was a really bad heat wave. And I had this nosebleed at, like, 10 o'clock at night, four days before, like, sunset parade, which was our big, like, closing parade um, to end off the summer. And um, it, was, it was bad. I was standing over the sink for, like, two hours, and then it wouldn't stop. And then, like, a staff cadet, like, finally, like, came by and was like, what the... And they made me go to the hospital, and then I had to wait at the hospital with my nose still, like, gushing blood for, like, another three hours. And at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, this doctor came in and was like, oh, yeah, that's not good. And then just shoved, like, a nose tampon at my nose, like a sponge, <laughs> taped the string to my face, and was like, all right, you're good. Keep this in for your next three days. Um, And it was bad because, like, you know, it's the last couple days of camp. Everybody was taking photos. We are getting final memories. And I was just, like, I had lost so much blood so I was just like dizzy I had a string like I had a bloody thing stuck in my nose I had a string taped on my face and so and I just looked like bad in all of the pictures because of it um and then I was chosen to lead my flight for sunset parade so like I was given like the top cadet in the flight was to lead the flight so I was supposed to do that and I was like, I woke up that day, and I was like, I feel fine. Like, sure, I can only breathe out of one nostril. I, I, I'm already 100 pounds, and now I've lost maybe two pounds of blood. But I'm fine. I'm going to go stand on parade and call commands for the next three hours. And I didn't. I fainted right before we marched on. And my 2IC had to take over. So I wasn't even on parade. I was in a bed for, like, the most important parade of that camp. Um, wow. Yeah,
2: okay, that's my story. Y'all y'all's turn. Um, sure actually. So this isn't nearly as dramatic, but back when we were in person, I remember we had one ACR, but just before this ACR like a couple weeks before, I had gotten bronchitis. So like my lungs were super messed up and my throat was just horrible from coughing all the time. So I'm like, I'm fairly well recovered. And I think I can belt out commands at full volume. So before even marching on, and I'm, uh, I was leading flag party at this time. So thankfully, I was not yet in the sight of all the people. I was standing back in another room. But I call the first command and my voice just cracks. And it is absolutely awful. Oh, and I have no clue if the people in that room heard me, but <clears throat> obviously the people in my flag party heard me and they just started laughing. And yeah, we recovered after like 30 seconds and just carried on at like half volume.
1: I'm happy for you. Hey, you know, like if anything else, at least you didn't have a tampon shoved up your nose. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound great. Wow
0: i i've never i've never had that many like i've never had a health issue that was of that magnitude i i i have nothing i'm sorry
1: <laughs> oh it's okay you're you're gonna have a health issue so Bowen and i and i are both aging out in spring i know i that was that sounded really bad um we're both aging out in spring i'm aging out in april he's aging out in may and i checked on our event calendar and nobody is planning my age out, which means I am going to be a major headache until somebody plans it. So Flight Surgeon Kamani, I am passing that headache on to you. And because we're doing a collaboration, I want a joint age out. I want a big party. So um, yeah, I'm going to make it happen. I don't care. I might make
0: well, okay, it, but... um speaking okay actually I do remember something speaking of health issues okay, <laughs> so the biggest health issue I've ever had well, the closest thing I've ever had was the time that flight Sergeant kimani stayed up for 52 hours. Why? because he had to plan an age out. okay, listen so um when it comes to me like this isn't even that like big to the story but like during the winter time, that's when I shut down. That's when I don't want to do anything. But for some reason, that's when everything gets busy, right? Like, for example, right now it's the winter time. Like, I just started college. I started college today, by the way, which was absolutely magical. I can't believe I'm in post secondary taking courses I actually care about and want to do the homework for because high school was dumb. Anyways. Um, But yeah, that's also another part. So wintertime gets very busy, and it's just when I want to go into hibernation, right? So um, this time, um, you know, they had wanted me to take on something else when I was the section leader for um, the level fours at that time. And they're like, okay, you are going to plan an age out that was due a year ago, but we couldn't do because of the Pandoramic, all right? And, um, at the time I was working a part-time job at, um, Mickey Donald's, which was terrible. All right. So my OPI was Captain Hunter, best OPI ever. And long story short, I was drinking a lot of Red Bull. Okay. Lots and lots of caffeine. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure like, I, yeah, it was a very stressful two days. I didn't go to chemistry class at all. I didn't go to any of my classes. I skipped school for like five days so I could climb this age out. Um I remember oh, I remember at um three in the morning, I, I had to like sneak out of the house to go. Um, hang out with like a couple of my friends for a couple hours because I was like literally crying and like I was screaming in the car, like, hey, hey how busy I am. Oh my goodness. Right. So I come home, I'm editing videos for the age out. I'm like editing documents. I'm like calling people. Me and you, um, Clint, we had to talk about your speech because I chose you to be the MC last minute because I didn't have an MC at the time. Very, very stressful. Um, I got like an hour of sleep. Um, but, I made it through, and then I, I quit my job the next day, and I was like, okay, no more. But yeah, I woke up completely dehydrated and exhausted, but just, just, just a reminder, cadets, take care of yourselves, go to class, if something's too much, don't do it.
1: Yeah, for the record, um, 918 and 903 promote mental health above all else. If you need to take a break, please take a break. Put yourself first. This incident, all three of these incidences happened many years ago and do not reflect the culture and values of 918 and 903 recently. Might literally happen last year.
0: Future. But okay. Yeah, it happened many Hi. years ago. What are you talking about?
1: Many, um. many years ago. Many years ago. Okay, well, knowing, like, you're not planning my age out. Never mind. I'll make to undo it. Um, but I, I'm so excited. I I thought it was gonna be in person and I'm still very hopeful that it is because I want a thing where I transition, okay, from my uniform into like a dress and it's gonna be so cool. (laughs) Yeah, so like, and if it's in person, I'm going to make it happen.
0: do you think that's allowed to like transition from like a uniform to a dress?
1: I th- I think, I think I can, I think the I rules can bend a little bit. Bend, bend the rules a little bit. I can do some convincing.
0: Sure, sure, sure.
1: It'll be cool. Like I'm aging out. Like the entire point is like I'm going bye bye. So yeah. you know, wait, like, do what I, are you gonna
0: do? Do I get an age out?
1: Do when <laughs> do you, when do you...
0: like in the summer?
1: Oh, I don't know. Oh, We're going to have to s- ask.
0: That's really annoying.
1: Yeah. Well, anyways, oh.
0: <laughs> my ideal age out, what would it look like? If I could have an ideal age out, uh, all of BTS would be there. They would sing all the songs. Um, I would have um, like everyone, like all the level two Bs, like make a fan chant for me because I'm really close with them. Um I wouldn't have any crazy like costume transformations but like I would just want everyone to like make up intense like fan chants for me and just worship me relentlessly and just make me feel validated um and then I would just I would I would leave I would leave yeah
1: <laughs> We shall see. Uh what about you? What's your ideal age out?
2: So um should i go with like a a really low bar or like a really high 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 bar
1: always a high bar
2: all right so like yeah what what do i even want (laughs) um i mean normally when we do age outs we just like say hey this person's aging out we're gonna get this new chief and here's a cake and bye you get cake um yeah When we're in person, I actually, that was only once we did that. So probably not. Um, Although we did uh, get some CO's coins and those have been, I think those have been handed out to some of our last, the last few people who have aged out or who have done important things. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Other than that, honestly, I can't think of what I'd want.
1: Okay, yeah, so us too. we need to get a little more creative. We need to make WOTU we'll on work.
0: I will throw you the biggest work. party. Don't even worry.
1: I want like I want cake now. I, I want, want cake delivered to my house. I, I want, want sushi. Dishes. I want tears. Me too. Really craving sushi.
0: I want sushi. I want a dedicated drill sequence by the drill team to me. Um, yeah. Hey, me
1: too.
0: I want karaoke. That would be amazing.
1: I want, I want tears. I just want everybody to, like, cry.
0: No one's going to cry over me. They're going to be like, oh. I'll cry. Hey,
1: I'll
0: you. cry over you. You I age will... out before me. Are you going to come I'll back just come for back... my age out?
1: <laughs> yes. So, Why would not yeah.
0: I... <clears throat> Um And it'll be so weird because, like, it'll be my second age out.
1: Oh, yeah, because you quit last year and, like, you were part of that party. And
0: you yeah, <laughs> are so...
1: back. Like, Hello?
0: Yeah, so last last year, I was like, I, I was pretty set on leaving. I was like, okay. Um, and that was because I had to plan ACR. So I was like, I don't want to be in the cadet program anymore. This is too much for me. I can't handle it. So then I was like, bye, guys. Peace out. Um, and then I said my goodbye speech. I was saying bye to everyone. And then um, a couple months later, I was like, so um, what's up, guys? I never left. <clears throat> I'm still here. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really happy with the position I have right now. Yeah,
1: I hope so. All right, so I think I think we're good. By Sergeant Kamani, mm-hmm. with content, yeah,
0: absolutely. All right, All righty. So it was it was it was an amazing pleasure having you, Woe and Eisenbrenner. I'm really excited to see our squadron and your squadron. You know stick together like glue
1: (laughs) yeah thank you so much for joining us
0: absolutely all right guys so thank you so much for listening to our podcast we appreciate all of you viewing this we will see you on the other end of the blue bye everyone
1: bye everybody
0: see ya